This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with this week's edition of the First United Bank Pirate Podcast. And ironically, I'm out at Lubbock Cooper to talk to Pirate Track and Field Coach Devin Ramby about the First United Bank Pirate Relays. First United Bank's busy out here. Very good sponsors for you guys. Very good sponsor for me. So give them all the attention they, they deserve. Yeah, we're, we're blessed to have them on our side. I'll tell you that. Uh, Devin, we were talking a little bit. This is one of the three big meets in Lubbock every spring. You've got Don, Don Black out at Friendship, the LISD meet, and you guys. So this is another chance for track and field folks in Lubbock. They don't have to drive very far. They can come out here, drive south, and come out here and watch really good action out here at your place starting Thursday and Friday, varsity and JV. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's funny because, you know, not too long ago, we always got, you know, our, our – our butts handed to us by Amarillo and, and those kind of schools, the Abilene schools. And I think in the past probably four or five years, I think Lubbock's coming around as a track city. Mm-hmm. I think times are getting faster. Athletes are getting better. Kids are competing harder. And I think it, it, you're right. It's another showcase for us to, to kind of prove our, our speed. Um, because not too, a couple of years ago when we were at state, I talked to uh, the guy who works out at mile split. And that, that was his comment. He's like, man, we need to get more coverage out there because you guys are, are posting some good times. And we just aren't used to Region 1 posting good times in Lubbock. And so I think I think we're finally coming into our own as a, as a, a contender in the state for, for track and field. And Lubbock Cooper is a big part of that. Give me the kind of the synopsis of the recent history. I remember several kids f- from being at the Region 1 meet. I remember Sophia, mm-hmm. uh, young Miss Galmore. Yes, yeah, uh, Keegan is a freshman, yep. little, little baby Keegan. Um, yeah, it's, you know, we've always had a pretty good history of state appearances. Um, it just wasn't ever a large number of kids that, you know, when I was growing up, the goal was like, hey, we got to make regionals. And I think now it's coming into, hey, state's the goal. So we're just elevating ourselves a little bit more in terms of that. Um, and so we've got a lot of kids that competed at regionals last year. Um I got three legs out of my four by one back from last year's regional fi- uh well I guess area. Um four by two went to regional finals last year. Sophia made it to state and triple. Keegan made it to regionals in the two hundred. Um Cal Ritz is back, you know, from from his freshman state campaign and part of those two relays. Uh so yeah, I think we're we're deep this year. And this is what I think gives us a little bit of advantage versus the other schools. Us and Friendship are the two deepest. Um and we love competing against them. Because they, they make us better, for sure. That's what you just said. That's kind of become true in a lot of different sports. And LISD has their niches that they're very good at. I, you're going to get folks who are fa- f- fans of David Mora, Luis mm-hmm. Pena. They're going to be out here at this event. Yeah, absolutely. The long distances. Um, Hunter Hebrew in the triple. Oh, yeah. Um, Fontaine in the high jump from Monterey. Uh, Coronado has a 200 runner. Uh, Gant is really, really good. Uh, so yeah, and that's, that's the deal is when we host, we want all those Lubbock schools here. It's the same thing when you talk to Mike Meeks, like every year he, he texts me pretty early in the summer, like, Hey, you coming next year? Like he wants us to go to their meet. We want them to come to ours. And so I think it's a pretty fun culture between LISD, us and friendship that it's a competitive culture, but it's also benefiting each other. If that makes sense. Yes. And like you said, if it's getting better here, it's because you guys are pushing each other. Oh, absolutely. And, and like I said, between us three schools, you're seeing a lot more regional appearances, mm-hmm. a lot more state appearances. I mean, Sarah Tackett at Friendship in pole vault, right. pole vault State, Hunter Heber, David Mora, um, Isaac Alonzo last year. Yes, uh, and Isaac's Reese, really yeah. 
climbed the ladder pretty quick at the college. Oh, man, yeah. Every time I see his times, it's unbelievable. He's breaking records and doing all kinds of cool stuff at Texas, which think his hat's off to us and love it, that we are not just pretending to be a tracked uh, city. I think we are becoming a track city. And so that's been fun. You mentioned Cal Ritz. That's a name that a lot of football fans are going to recognize. Absolutely. Very impactful player. And I knew he was a track guy. What, what all does he participate in? So his freshman year, he kind of did it all. Uh, you know, in the sprint group, he did 400, 200, 100 relays. He tried high jump. and was a pretty good high jumper, too. Um, and then coming in this year, I think, barring his injury from last year's football season, you know, he missed last track season, which was pretty heartbreaking for him. Uh, I mean, we were, too, but I think more so for him. He's just a competitor. He loves to, you know, they always say fast guys love to show off. They want to prove how fast they are, and that's Cal. And so losing last track season, I think he's coming into this year with a, a different perspective. Like, you know, you don't know when your, your last meet's going to happen. You don't know when your last game's going to happen. Right. And so his work ethic and his desire to be good and fast and successful, I think, has given him a little bit of an edge this year versus years previous. Um, and so it's been a lot of fun to, to watch him slowly get back into his former self. And if you talk to me and my staff, we will swear up and down that his freshman leg – at the state four by two was the fastest 200 state that year. Really? I mean, Lancaster, Fort Ben Marshall, he beat all of them in his leg. And it was unreal to watch him run. I've seen him on the football field get loose, and I don't, I would not disagree with you because. Yeah, absolutely. And, and people, you know, our football staff always talks to me about, oh, yeah, this guy's fast, this guy's fast. And there's some, there's sometimes a little bit difference between football speed and track speed, sure. but. For Cal, there is no difference. For him, fast is fast. Whether it's on the track or on the football field, he's the fastest guy out there. Just to stick with the football theme, I know I'm trying to remember which Ty is in the middle of the Polites, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah. Ty Poe is the middle child. That's okay. right. Um, which we've been lucky enough to have all three of them. Uh, they're great athletes and great competitors. And, you know, Ty making it to the regional finals last year and shot, I think, was a big feather in his cap. Uh, I think that gave him some confidence. And I talk all the time, and Coach Darden does too, about the relationship between the two. And it's it's not always from an athletic standpoint, but for us it's a lot of a mental or confidence standpoint. Like Draylon Shaw, uh, you know, he played football for, for Coach Darden here in track for me. But I will say he became a different football player after he made it to state yep. his junior year. And that is, you talk about some speed. Yeah, exactly. He's a 10-5 guy. Yeah. He's the fastest kid in school history for us. And I think that gave him that confidence to go make plays in the football field. And so I think Typo is the same way. When he had that success and shot and like, hey, I'm one of the best athletes in the region, I think that translated a lot for himself and his self-confidence in football last year. Coleman Vaughn is another one that had a lot of success last year in track and I think made up, used that in football. Uh, there's a lot of guys that can make a list of that. But I do think that's big. And, and, I, and I like that for, for a lot of these kids. And we've mentioned a lot of names that pop when, you, when people that pay attention are paying attention. Who are some Lubbock Cooper kids that maybe are off the radar a little bit that you're looking forward to this week to see what they do? There's a bunch. This is probably my biggest senior class I've ever had, which I think is a testament to our program, is that kids want to be part of it. You know, we joke all the time, is like – Track season kind of sucks. It's cold. It's windy. You're outside running. But they're kids from West Texas. They've probably figured it out. A hundred percent. And so I think if you can create an environment they enjoy, then they want to come be part of it. And 
you know, football coaches are famous for saying it's not the X's and O's, it's the Jimmy's and the Joe's. And that's no truer than in track. Is like fast guys are fast and you yeah. need those good athletes to be on your team. And so that's been my goal is to make it an environment they want to be part of. Uh, and so like we've got a ton of football guys senior wise out. But if you're looking at underclassmen, Kyler McDowell uh, as a freshman, uh, which his, his uh, cousin was one of my best sprinters a couple years ago, Hannah Bradley. And so you can tell he's just got those same genetics and like that family's fast. And so Kyler McDowell, it's been fun to watch him. Uh, Preston Jones has been fun to watch him. Tommy Cohn. I mean, these are guys that, like we talked about, maybe weren't outstanding football players, but they're coming into track. And I think, again, helping him grow some confidence. Um, Makai Garman has started to have some success. Chris Carrillo is starting to throw really well. Okay. Uh, I think that'll help him a lot in the football field. Hudson Cross, who was a backup linebacker last year for, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Cutter Douglas. So we didn't see a lot of PT, but right. he's coming out here and he's a middle linebacker weighing, you know, 185, 190, and he's long jumping almost 20 feet. Wow. And he's running the 200, and he's a mile relay guy, like you've talked about, just tough. And so I think that's what I look forward to most is maybe not your brightest stars like Cal Ritz and Keegan Galmore, but the other side of that. Um, we've got a lot of JV girls, freshmen that are good, and they're they're impressing me. Uh, Campbell Beeler, Abby Drager. Um, I'm looking forward to see Sarah Goltz jump this week. She's been having an ankle injury. She's a volleyball girl. Yeah, yeah. she was a freshman who made varsity volleyball yeah. and, and saw some PT there too. And yeah. so we're excited to see her jump. Naomi Wines, who uh, came to us from Big Spring. Um, I think she's made she's won high jump at every meet so far. And so we're looking forward to see her jump against Singletary from Lubbock High. Uh, we've already talked about Keegan multiple times. Novelise Matthews, who's a junior. We have mentioned Keegan. She runs relays. Talk about the girl she runs relays with. So, again, like the boys' side, the girls' side is probably the deepest team I've had in probably about three years. 2018 is the last time I can remember a team like this. Um, and it's a lot of kids that put in the work. Like they, I have a girl that was Kennedy Rioscos who started as a freshman on JVB team track. And you don't see a lot of those come from, from B team track into the varsity world, but she put in the work. She, she has a great attitude and she's earned her spot. So like that's a senior who carved her own path. And so she runs that anchor leg on the four by one. Campbell Beeler, a freshman, runs the third leg. Keegan's the second. And then Novelise is the uh, block leg. Uh, and then our four by two, which just broke the school record from 2016, uh, a couple meets ago in a really cold friendship meet. Um, same thing. It's got uh, Naomi Wines, who's a sophomore. Keegan is a sophomore on it. Um, Kennedy is on it. She is a senior. And then Sophia actually runs anchor. So it's, it's fun oh, to so see Sophia sprint and not just yeah. jump. Uh, and then we have a, a McKenna Welch blocks our four by four. She's doing fantastic. Junior, I think, finally coming to her own a little bit. We've got three sophomores in that relay that are working really hard, Reagan Reed. Um, and so it's just fun to see these girls that, I think, find a place. Because, I, you know, we, we joke all the time is that it's not, this isn't true, but we, we joke about this. Like, volleyball makes cuts. Basketball makes cuts. Mm -hmm. Softball makes cuts. Track doesn't. And so I think a lot of these girls that have been told – like, hey, you're not good enough for volleyball or you're not good enough for basketball. They come out here and they're having a lot of success. And I think it helps give them some self-confidence. And to see them have success is is fun. That's the most fun thing for me is seeing these kids when they have success and they win medals and they get on the podium and that smile on their face. Like, you can't. You can't replicate that feeling. You really can't.
I say this to Cooper coaches all the time and athletes, there's like the bar is set for success in every sport, but in girls sports, you mentioned the ones that maybe aren't part of volleyball or Mm -hmm. girls basketball. We're talking about a regional tournament team, a state semifinalist Mm -hmm. team. Those softball girls and those track girls now are like, Hey, yeah, I want to be at that level too. Absolutely. And I, I love the fact that you'll see our girls when they get silver, but they're upset. And I know that feeling, you know, we tell them all the time, like it, that's good. Like you're podium. And, and I think I like it from a sense of like, they're driven. And like you said, they, they see the other programs and they want to join that. They want to make state. They want to go to regional finals. They want to be, I should say this. I don't want to get in trouble with Bridget. You also have a girl soccer team that went to the regional. They made a run last year and and a very successful one at that. And so I think like you said, it's, it's something we look at and not as a burden, but as an opportunity uh, to continue that success on the girls side. I, Heck, the girls, the girls' side when I was in school in the early thousands was good. You know, Coach Hilliard and all the April Aylers and Kimberly Harder and all those girls making huge runs in basketball. Regional finals almost every year mm-hmm. I was in high school. Same thing with volleyball. Um, softball made runs. So, like, it's not anything new on the girls' side. It's just, you know, making sure we continue that. What are some things you're looking at Thursday and Friday that you want to see your team do to kind of show you that they've, they're, they're growing in the right direction? You know, we always joke about, like, kids love PRs when they hit a personal record. It's like, that's the fastest I've ever run. I, we do love that. But there's a certain point where you get fast enough and, and those PRs become less and less. You know, like, Usain Bolt hit his PR and then never hit it again for years because that's how it works when you get that fast. And so for us, we always say it's points before PRs. So what we want to see from them is pointing, top six. And that's the goal every time we step on the track. If we have three guys in the 400, your goal is to be top six, all three of you. We want you in the top six. And so for me, the, the thorn in our side right now is friendship. Every meet we've gone to with them, we've, we've battled back and forth first and second meets. Um, the boys at their meet, our varsity boys beat them by one point. Uh, you know, and then our girls lost to them by about 18 points. And so the goal for us is like, hey, let's go out there. Let's compete with friendship. Let's point, let's podium. If the PR comes, great. If it doesn't, that's okay. Um, and then the other thing we look for is just a really good effort meet because we take spring break off for, for that. We want our bodies to heal. You know, if you look at like college track, the elite level, professional track, the elite level, they don't run week in, week out. You know, like if you look at tech, especially, they have their season planned out where it's about two to three weeks in between meets for their outdoor season for that reason. Um, we always talk about track being a performance sport. And, like, you can't you can't run track or throw or jump at 80%. It's not going to get you where you want to be. To me, you can't play hurt in track as much as you can in other sports. Exactly right. And the, that being a team sport like football or soccer or basketball or baseball or whatever, you've got guys to cover for you if you're not right. 100%. In track, you're exposed. It's you. And so we always keep health as our number one priority. Our two pillars are health and happiness. And so – Every week we look at that, hey, are our kids healthy? And then secondly, are they happy? And if they're those two things, we're going to be fine. Like we always tell them, if you're happy and healthy, the wins will come. The PRs are going to come. The medals are going to come. But we don't get caught up in that as much. And so for me this week is like, hey, let's get in. Let's compete hard. Let's come out healthy. And if you're not, then we need to use spring break to get you back on track. And then we come back from spring break. We always say it's our championship season. Because you go to back-to-back hard meets with Amarillo Relays, 
Wapak Invitational and in district. Yep. And and at that point, it's time to to buck up and and have your best. And so for us, this meet is about that: compete, get a great competition in, but let's come out healthy on the other side of things. And besides the weather, what should fans know about it? Is there an admission fee? Is there? Yeah, no. We we're doing a lot of really cool things this year. I'm really excited about it. Um, it's it's no charge to get in. We because we're trying to bring people in. Right. And so we want us being people to come out Thursday and Friday as possible. Um, we're also going to. Uh, on our YouTube channel, have a live stream. Oh, wow. Okay. And Coach Poe's going to commentate on it. It's our first time, so bear with us here. But I w- that's something that Greenwood did last week that I was just in love with. They had a great stream online. I mean, they had meet records, and they even inputted, like, times and heats, and they were talking about who's in each heat and what their PRs are, and I want us to get to that point. We want the Pirate Relays to be a premier track event in Lubbock, up there with Lubbock Invitational and Don Black Relays. And so that's our goal is to introduce some new cool stuff like that, where we're going to have live streams and commentating and we're going to live stream field events. Coach Poe's going to be doing all that. So if you can't make it out, tune in on the, will, on the athletics YouTube channel. When I put some information out, I'll make sure that I yeah. mention that. So yeah. And I'll push it out on our Twitter and stuff too, but that it just get the eyes on the kids. And, you know, I think that's the great thing about it is every program out is having success and, and we want to, we want to join in on that. We want people to see it and, and, be happy for these kids and tell them good job and when they're out and about. I mentioned weather. They had a press conference for the baseball tournament that's in town this weekend, and they mentioned it. Yeah, let's all knock on wood right now. It's supposed to be nice, and there may be wind, but. Hey, when is there not, right? So, And that's the the cool thing about our meet is Coach Coach Cat and and, uh, Mr. Bryant are track guys. They love it. And so we've been blessed to, to get three different FAT cameras. And so no matter which way the wind's blowing, we're going to have a camera where those kids have the opportunity to run with the wind, not against it. So those times that they're going to get, you know, maybe a little bit wind-aided, but they'll be fast. And so that's something we're really excited about. Uh, and, and I do think we host a good meet. It's fast. It's efficient. Uh, Ray Baca at Canyon says it's always one of his favorite meets, you know. And if someone like that enjoys it, then you're doing something right. Well, they've been doing it right for a while here for the Pirate Relays. That was Devin Ramby. This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with this week's edition of the First United Bank Pirate Podcast.